Yo, 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 what up everybody? It's your boy JB with Reggae 360. This is For The Vibes. This is our podcast about reggae rock music. And I just wanted to say thank you. Just thank you for joining us today. Thank you for hitting play. Thank you for sticking with us through the bullshit, through the inconsistency, through COVID, through uh, large lag times between episodes, through all the stuff. We're just trying to we're trying to just do an amazing podcast. That's all we want to do. We want to give you something to listen to, something to get you through the week, something to just give you maybe an hour, hour and a half out of your week to just kick back, listen to some good music, discover some good music, hear some good conversations, and hang out with three special individuals. Okay? I'm one of them. Then the other two are Brett Coleman and Evan Yarno. Gentlemen, how are you guys? Yo, 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 JB and Yarmo. I'm good, man. I'm, I'm happy to see you guys. It's been a couple of weeks. And yeah. uh, since the whole gang's been together, I think it's been a lot of holiday cheers spread it around and we haven't got to kick it. So I'm excited to be here, excited to talk about all the things we have to talk about, catch the people up on some of these. Uh, not that they probably haven't had a chance to listen to some of these songs, but we got our hot takes, boys. We got we to gotta tell them what we think. Yeah, man, we got to let the people know. And speaking of spreading things around, Evan, you uh, <laughs> talk to the people, man. Everyone's worried about you, man. They're concerned. They want to know how the boy's doing, dude. Tell them. Let yeah, them know. Since, since you posted that on Instagram, JB, about my, my situation, my DMs are blowing up with concern. Uh, so first of all, thank you to the people. Uh, secondly, if you didn't see our Instagram post, I got the COVID. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The COVID. Right, yeah. And, well, I, uh, I'm i doing okay, you know. My, my main symptom is, man, I've just been tired. First two weeks, I just, like, slept mostly. That was it. Now I'm cooling, I guess. Yeah. Can't smell anything. Cooling, I like that. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, dude, look at, look at, dude, you're, you're a freaking soldier, man, just powering through. Being on the pod, much appreciation, much uh, respect, and glad you're feeling better, man. And you know what? That's what we do on this podcast, man. We just overcome adversity. It's all we do, okay? Um, but, you know, the opposite of adversity is something that's easy, uh, something that comes easy. And I tell you what, uh, we got some easy listening coming up, people. We got some beautiful music. We got some amazing music. I cannot wait to get into it. And we got a like just an incredible interview with two super genuine, awesome up and comers. Uh over the bridge, man. I don't want to say too much, but those guys got something going on and we're gonna talk about it, damn it. But first, let's get into Reggae 360's top 10 songs of the week. These are the best of the best, man. These are all the tunes that came out. Actually, shit, now it's a couple Fridays ago, you know, because we're catching up, people. All right? So stop DMing us nasty comments about how, you know, slow we are to get these pods out. We're doing the best we can, damn it. All right? So on that note, man, let's let's get into it. Best songs from the first week of December. First up, we've got the song Shadow Dweller from Double Tiger featuring The Movement. Shadow 
some double tiger i gotta tell you guys that was one of those conversations that i'm gonna look back at and just enjoy and be happy that we had because this album is filled with so many guest artists and i always keep thinking like who's next who's next on that track right there we had the movement and i think that combination of double tiger with josh it just sounded nice i love it it's like this extra level it's it's more new fresh takes with new collaborations coming up in this scene and that's what we need we've got a lot of like the you know some familiar collaborations i would say um but this is i really just feel like everything that double tiger has come to the table with thus far and it seems like he's got a feature on almost every track on the album that's you know forthcoming that like they're all fresh takes with with these artists i don't know does that make sense to you guys like i just feel like there's like even hearing slightly stupid and Kyle, I've heard Kyle spit a million and a half times, but on drop sound, it was like, mm, it was a fresh Kyle. It was a fresh like take on things. And it just felt like something I'm going to get excited about hearing. So having the movement come up on a double tiger track is yet another reason to be just stoked. Yeah, man. No, I'm, I'm with you, dude. That's a big time collab right there. And, you know, having slightly stupid on, on the album, having, uh, you know, the movement on the album, I mean, that's that's big. And Double Tiger, you're right, that was an amazing conversation. And this is another single. I mean, it's Kareem Israel on the, on the right. album. Man, I can't wait for this thing uh, to, to be heard in full by whoever's listening to this right now. It's actually out right now by the time people are listening. Uh, but this track itself, man, nice full sound, amazing collab. Right from the jump, we knew that they were going to keep the pressure on with this one, man. Smile through the teeth when they see you, but secretly they want to smite you. This track's calling out the haters, man. Shadow dwellers. We all have a few of those, all right? This podcast has a few shadow dwellers. <laughs> Shout out, reggae villain. Um, he's been quiet. He's been quiet. He's been too quiet. I don't like it. I don't trust it. But Josh from the Movement and Double Tiger, they play perfectly off each other. And I just, I like this track, man. I like the vibe. And for me, I always felt like the best way to deal with the shadow dwellers to bam, no mind. Because the second you do, you're putting your energy into something that doesn't serve you, you know? Um, Evan, you got a lot of haters. You want to shout any of them out right now? Um, well, yeah, first of all, On I'd the like podcast to say, live? Uh, thank you to all my haters. Um, okay. Second of all, um, I'm not going to shout any out because you just told me to pay them no mind. So uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't dare even spend another thought on it past this one moment. Okay, dude, I like that, man. Look, dude, you're growing, you're developing. I remember in the past when I first met you, you used to pour out Hennessy on the ground and say, this first shot's for my haters. 
But now you're paying them no mind, dude. And I love that, man. I love the growth and development that I've seen in you, Evan. And I just appreciate that, man. I would so, still pour out Hennessy uh, for my haters if they were in front of me. I have no problem with that. They can they yeah, can have some Hennessy. Yeah. That's all right. Okay. <laughs> all right. Respect, dude. Respect. What a, what a roller coaster of an answer that was. Up next, we've got the song Roller Coaster from Josh Heinrich. See how that's done right there? And Skillin' Josh. See how that's done? We're the pros. Let's go. Say, baby, I'm wanting. Scotch bonnet, yeah. Set good girl, catch bonnet, yeah. A girl can't take the money with, no. You're not afraid to go box a bitch, no. Mm, but they want a partnership, yeah. Boom, boom, figure partner with, yeah. A next man can't charter it, no. You boom, boom, man, a charter ship, no. Buckle up for my roller coaster. When you roll and cock up your bumper. Bad girl must have coast and oster. Run back it up for the boss and over. Buckle up for my roller coaster. When you roll and cock up your bumper. Bad girl must have coast and oster. Josh Heinrichs and Skill and Job Roller Coaster. If I told you that this sound came out of the great state of Missouri, would you believe me? Mm-hmm. Both of these musicians, they do incredible things with their voice, both very different. All right, Josh has those pipes, and Skill and Job just has that island sound flow. Okay. And I think about Josh with his voice, man. I feel like. Man, to be able to sing like that, that's got to be an amazing thing. I just feel like it just permits you to do things in life that other people can't. You know, I feel like imagine if you could just sing like that and just on command any given moment. All right. I mean, think about obviously, I mean, you know, you go to the bar, you could obviously, you know, meet a meet a nice lady and, you know, flex your talent. Maybe you get pulled over and you have a, you have a little something on you and you don't want to get in trouble. I mean, you just start singing. I guarantee you get out of that situation. Mm. Um, but yeah, man, this is just good music and Skill and Ja and Josh Heinrichs, man, they're like freaking Mario Luigi. They're like Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. They're like freaking Obama and Joe Biden. And Josh, man, he's an activist and he's a man who's not afraid to voice his feelings, thoughts, and opinions. And I respect that big time. So yeah, man, <laughs> roller coaster. I like it. What'd you guys think? Man, Josh Heinrichs is also not afraid of Dad's Elixir. Shout out to those guys and his 2,000 milligram chug or whatever he did. That was pretty <laughs> impressive. Um, but, you know, earlier you were just talking about collaborations, and that is one that is definitely, like, it, it, it's the two belong together but can stand on their own, you know, uh, with Heinrichs and Skillinger. I think it's it's always nice when they come together because they got some, some good play from one another. But, uh, you know, 
the one thing I was kind of giggled a little bit when you're talking about being able to just come up to somebody and sing, you know, it's no disrespect to Heinrichs because I think I, I love his voice. It's powerful. But that's the thing. It's powerful. I really don't hear him as like a soft singer. So I just like picture him walking up to somebody at the club and, you know, just like, boom, and just singing it. Just like blow him away because it, it wouldn't be like the like, you know, hey, girl. You know, it's that's that's not what I envisioned I when you're that, when you were given this. It's a dangerous thing. He's got to be. It's power, right? man. That's yeah. power. It's the lion is roaring, and I love that it comes from Missouri. It's a show me state, and they're showing you that it doesn't matter where you are from. It does not matter what you look like, what you were born with, who, what, where, when, why. If you believe in it, you feel it, you live it. That's reggae, and props to the people that are bringing it to us and being a part of this community. So, there you go. JB, it, it doesn't matter what you look like. It's fine. <laughs> Thank you for finally saying that and admitting that, man. I've just yeah. been so self-conscious. That's why I do a podcast so people can't see me. But now you've set me free, Evan. Thank you so much. Yeah, no worries, man. You know, I was, yeah, no. And same to you, man. It doesn't matter that, you know, you have a maybe a, a personality for like a, I don't know, did did I gym. say something? Did I say something that uh, that got you guys a little sensitive there about how you how you look? No, I no, great. that's Evan throwing shade. That's that's Evan's attempt to throw shade, man. He does that every once in a while, man. He likes no, to- I, I I think we've reached the point in our relationship. Call me out if you think so, but I'm just saying what it is. You wouldn't predict, like you said, reggae from Missouri, and True. I think it, it busts a lot of stereotypes when you look at, at both of them. I mean, say what it is. That voice you don't expect from either of them. And it has nothing to do with their race, in my opinion, but I do think that it does break some stereotypes. I said it doesn't mean I feel like they should be one thing or another, but it is. I don't know. Same thing with Evan, dude. He, you know, you see him and you see Justin Long and you think he's going to, you know, talk about an Apple (laughs) on an iPhone or something like that. You know, but then, (laughs) you know, but I see it now. I'll never unsee it. Thank you. Look, that's why I grew the beard. Okay. You know, the presidential myself. Nice. There you go, dude. Well, um, the thing about Evan though, is he's got these cute little green eyes. You know. (laughs) Up next, we've got the song little green eyes from surfer girl. Saying that I'm diving off the deep end But they ain't never felt love like this, I bet They ain't never felt love like this, I bet I knew this would last, yeah, I knew I'd rip Now I've been seeing double, man, I need to get a grip And I ain't never felt love like this, real shit I ain't never felt love like this, real shit Ooh, every day is getting better
surfer girl, little green eyes. This, I'll tell you what, man, this is a, it's a warming song, right? It's, it's a, it's a warm weather song. It's just like, it's a, it's got a summer vibe to it. At least for me, that's how I interpreted it. And, and, you know, surfer girl, he's just off to a hell of a start, man. He's dropped a few tracks between this and hero. I mean, I'm, I'm loving some of this new music. And actually, we we gotta we gotta remind ourselves too, man. Server Girl kinda kinda came out of nowhere, but not really. Right. So Carter Schultz uh was one half of the group Air, who, you know, I think man, they, they put out a bunch of music around 2014 to 2016. They blended like pop and hip hop. Kind of a kind of a group that, you know, some would say maybe uh, are ahead of their time, because there's a lot of bands out there that kind of sound like air right now. And I think, um, you know, they put out some awesome music, but now Carter is exploring his, his kind of, you know, love for reggae music. And I'll tell you what I'm here for, because he's an insanely talented musician. Um, he's working with the Neffable. He's got great people behind him. The songs I've heard so far are fire. I love this track. I mean, hero is an awesome song. It's very like, um, timely and, and, you know, addresses, uh, politics and current state and stuff like that, which is awesome. But I also like songs that I can just vibe to. You know, a lot of times when I'm listening to certain music, man, I'm just trying to take a, a, a trip uh, somewhere uh, that's uh, oh, very far away from whatever the hell is going on currently. Um, and I think this song does it for me, man. It's got me excited about music to come. It's got me excited about maybe a potential album. Um, but as uh, Surfer Girl kind of gets more established on the scene, I think people are going to really recognize the talent it's like Mahali and twiddle you know like you you were a part of something awesome and now you're now you know with all of your your skills and your experience now you're taking it and applying it uh with a little bit of a twist and, and some reggae vibe so the fucks with it so uh, what did you guys think all that okay okay <laughs> no i i think uh yeah, I think Evan, you can go ahead. I mean, really though, like you, you hit it all, man. He's fresh to the scene. It's a great, you know, it's nice to see after a few years of of taking a, a break from where he was to where he's gone, and it's it's a very fresh sound. It's a tropical sound. It's a new sound. Like I think you know, you described it as warm. Um, I think things are getting a bit poppier in the in the reggae scene. You know, like some things are just starting to feel a lot more. Uh, like even we're listening to a song, the Trevor Hall song with the uh, what was it, Sophie, Sophie Tucker, Sophie Tucker. yeah, where it was just like this. This feels like we're crossing a lot more genres, and I feel like where he was, you know, prior with his his previous project to this, it's bringing more of that over, and it's cool, and people like it. I mean, clearly, people are are, are eating it up and loving it, so it's awesome to expand the audience, and it's great to hear some. You know, really uh, fun messages in his music in the sense of like the guy says what he wants and I appreciate that. And uh, it's always something when you can stand behind your work and it sounds like he's pretty goddamn sure of what he wants to be and how he wants to be represented, you know, at least at this stretch. My two cents. I like it. Have you got two cents? You got one cent? I mean, just give me a fucking penny, dude. Please. Jesus Christ. I like that song. Move it, bro. And... Man, y'all had some comprehensive stuff to say. I'm not going to add anything to that. I don't need to add anything to that. All right? You don't have to boss at me. All right? You're just the host of this podcast. 
I'm just over here clicking these buttons. I'm a button monkey, all right? I, I play the next song, whatever it is, okay? You guys are the heartbeat of this You're podcast, right. all right? You're the soul. Right, dude. I am not your boss because if I was your boss, you'd be fired right now on the spot. You're lucky. Wait till Mark LeMay hears about this, dude. I'm just kidding, Evan. I love you, man. What's, right, what's would, next, oh. dude? Uh, he tried to set it up for you. Heartbeat. Heartbeat. From Mike Love. Dude, this song is a banger. Banger. Two, one, two, three, four. My tongue falls away, it drifts into sand at the touch of your hand, you are my heartbeat, as pure and as true as the ocean is blue, my heartbeat. the the voice of serenity of many many different levels that Mike Love brings to the table and I mean at least for me I feel like when I hear Mike Love I appreciate the message the harmonies the this the overall music I, I don't think I've ever used this word for anything but the musical proudness of Mike Love the dude is so talented and he just he it's limitless what he brings to the table and you take a song like this, it's really stripped down. And there's not a lot to it other than a wonderful voice and a story. He's a storyteller and some light complimentary music to help the story come through. Like he is just bringing us a story. <laughs> this is like sit around, you know, the campfire. And I think of Hawaii. And I just picture this like wonderful moment of, of learning and listening from Mike Love because he gives us such inspirational messages that, uh, it's worth stopping and listening. And if you ever get so lucky as to see him play live, holy shit, what an experience. I can't wait till those days come back because um, one of the concerts, I was lucky enough, like I got to film it. And I'm so glad I got to do that because I get to look back at it every now and again. But like, damn, talent. It's amazing. Yeah, he's incredible, man. And this is a incredible track, man. Heartbeat, I, you know. Where to start on this one? I mean, first of all, the, the bongos just rip, dude. I love them on this track. Um, how much do I owe you? You gave me a heartbeat. How much is that? How much, Evan? How much? How much does that cost nowadays? Just a heartbeat, giving uh, somebody a heartbeat. like one what single beat or like continuous forever. Yeah, to start. No, just to start. start. Not forever. Uh, yeah. I'd probably charge like twenty five cents. You know, a little right. well, uh, no, a little chest yeah. compression, a little mouth to mouth. You know. Uh, 
Wow, gross. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's what he was talking about. I think he was. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I think he was talking about how his parents literally gave him life. And to this song, man, it's, or for this song, it's like it's the ultimate expression of love to one's parents. I mean, it literally this song makes me emotional, man. And 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 Mike is just he's able to articulate unconditional love and gratitude and respect in such an articulate way and, and just a perfect way is truly a talent. And some people were not blessed with amazing parents. I mean, it, you know, there's a lot of people that, that got dealt some rough hands and, and, and played it the best that they're able to, and, and it's worked out for them. And, you know, I feel, I feel bad. I mean, I was somebody that was, I feel blessed with amazing parents and, um, you know, if you are, you kind of just realize how much of a blessing it is and, Damn it, this song just lays it out perfectly. And like you said, Brad, Mike is just so, so talented, man. I, I I could watch that guy make music all day, not in a weird way. No, but let's stop for one second. Um, we did this a few podcasts ago. I think it was the Kelly Noel podcast. We started talking about our family members. And I, I suggested you just stop what you're doing if you're listening. Text one of your family members, whomever it is that you care about. What's up? If you haven't talked to them, say what's up. I love you. Why you can, because you can. It's pretty amazing what can happen from that. I just had the thought about doing that from the previous time. It was really cool because yeah. I got to yeah. say hi to my aunt. And I thought it you know, it was really nice that y'all should just do that. It's a holiday season. And sometimes people don't need another fucking gift. They just need some love. You know so, what? You know, I'll, I'll, do I'll double down on that. Send them this song. Send them. Hey. Send, just send it to them. Just text them this song. There you go. Yeah. Evan, is that what you're doing right now on your phone? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, why? I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, just making sure, man. I, I love, I love how in tune with this podcast you are, and just, I love that. I couldn't even finish that sentence. And you're already sending the link out, dude. I, I just feel like we're on the same page. Already done. And I love that, dude. There's we're like a whole one group mind, chat basically. sent to every single Yarmo that exists, uh, even the ones <laughs> I'm not related to. I'm going to Google how many Yarmos exist. There's and I think I'm going to be very disappointed with the answer. <laughs> <laughs> because I hope there's a lot. I hope there's, there's like. There, a- are, there are two uh, families of Yarmos in the United States. Oh, is there any beef there? Is there like. I mean. Uh, the other families the, on the West Coast, you know, they don't come here. We don't go there. We're good to go. Say the East Coast Yarmos. It'd be a right. Yardie. Well, I've got I've got a, an uncle who's Mormon, and some of their kids moved out to like Utah at some point, but now they're in the Southwest. But that that doesn't matter. None of that matters. Let's let's keep going with this podcast, shall we? We like, like hearing we about the people life. that are close to you. Yeah, I feel like we could do like a true crime podcast, just all about the Yarmos. Wow, Brett, he, this beef between West Coast Yarmos and East Coast that Yarmos. <laughs> well, up next we've got the song <laughs> "Close to You." From Collie Buds. Oh, that's what you were doing, bro. You were doing the transition. <laughs> Damn it, dude. A little slow, dude. Come on. 
you're the only one All these girls, you're the only one They can satisfy me and hold me down Me have to treat you right and I'll give you about No, none of that, this and I want it done All problems we are overcoming I soon reach, soon reach So hope you're ready for me, girl I'm on my way, girl, just hold tight Kylie Bud's close to you, man. This is a song that you can freaking dance to, that you can vibe to, man. I was jamming out while we were playing that song. Kylie Buds just keeps cranking out bangers. He's a banger cranker, okay? He makes music for people who enjoy life, okay? If you like Kylie Buds, there's a good chance you and I might get along because that means that you enjoy life and I enjoy life, okay? And this is another song that is about the anticipation of spending time with that special someone. Okay, Lickle Jordy and Anna V did it. Tyrone's jacket did it. And now we got Kylie Buds talking about it. I mean, man, between those three songs, you got about 15 minutes of music to play in the background while you drive 90 miles per hour on the highway to get to where you need to be. And let me go ahead and read some lyrics to you from this track. And It's in Patois, and I'm just going to read it as it is. All right, right from Kali Bud's Facebook page. So don't hate the player, hate the game, okay? It's been too long, my girl. You bad, oh, Lord, it mad. When me get in it, in it, and me can't wait, bottle of rum, high grade in a bun, Netflix and done, then me back in it. And me can't wait. The bond mission halfway across town. Yo, me up on ways, GPS. Don't fail me now. Destination on the left. Yeah, I'm coming around. And as soon as I reach, soon reach, hope you're ready for me, girl. Boom. <laughs> Let's go. Hey, yo. You guys, uh. Me high grade in check? a bun? Was that it? Bun? High, high grade a bun. A bun. Like a abundant. Bun. Abundant. Abundance? Who knows? Know. Yeah. Honey I'm bun? Not, maybe not. a honey bun, dude? I don't know. Rubba. A bundle of hundreds. Yo, if you're born on August 21st, you're the man. And that's Kali Woods. He's born on August 21st. That actually is really ridiculous because I was trying to like, I love that we share a birthday, but I'm not self-proclaiming myself the man right now. I'm all I mean, conscious I mean. about what I'm saying this episode, <laughs> man. Episode number 18, the, the vibes are strange. You know the fucking strange vibes? No, do it for the fucking vibes. You know the vibes. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, we don't have to break down a bun. He says a bun, high grade a bun. I don't know. It can mean a lot of different things, man, because... That could be the part of the song we really need to focus on here. (laughs) Well, you know, when you decide to break down the lyrics, that means you pay attention. I was listening to what you were saying, JB, and then, unfortunately, that was like the second sentence you said, and that was all I could think about. I was like, a bun. I just, I love that he's talking about a bottle of rum, some high grades, some Netflix. He's going to be back up it in it. It sounds like a good night. Dude, I picture All him. All around. 
he oh, literally around. said it, he's looking at his ways at being like, "Don't fail me now." Like he's in a hurry to get there. Like he's like the, the art. It's for like this when you're single late for work. is a picture of a DeLorean. Okay, I mean it, nothing's stopping I mean, yeah. Collie Buds from arriving to his destination. Not even time. Okay, he's gonna get no. there, and good times yeah. will be had. And he's he's gonna sip some rum and smoke some high grade, and probably. Blow someone's back out. Take I mean, the DeLorean to Pound Town. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But you know what, though? That's what Kali Buzz <laughs> represents, man. Living that life, dude. Living. You know? I like it. I respect it, man. I like this track. Absolutely. It's always good when he comes on track. Evan, did this song just depress you because of the whole isolation quarantine <laughs> that you've been going to? This is, this is my uh, oof, 17th day of isolation. Oof. Yikes. Yeah. No wonder there's strange vibes on this podcast. Mm. When are you going to break free? When, when's, uh... when, my, when my roommate stops coughing. That's when it's like, all right, cool. He's not contagious. Listen, I'm not they, contagious. We're good to go. They say trust yeah. the science, you know? That's, that's um, what the science says. Yeah, dude. Like, so send, Evan, send, well, you already did this. Send, I was going to say send Heartbeat to your parents by Mike Love. Send this one to your girl. Send send her Kylie Buds close to you. She'll know what it means. You know. She yeah, knows she'll go and try to find Kylie Buds. There. That's what she's going to do. I'm not sending her this song. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that's to lose my girl. Yeah. She's going to move across the country. Gosh. Yeah, Up bro. next. I think you're, <laughs> you need a little more confidence. We've got the Someone song. Someone's to me, man. Brother's Keeper from the late ones. TLO. Said a wise man. Only a wise man. Said a wise man. Hey. A wise man understands he knows nothing. again for the vibes having a good time and um you know i gotta say something about the late ones they're a great band they're a great trio of people that this song really describes i feel like their overall kind of just uh projection their energy they they seem i mean believe they are brothers uh i think two of them are brothers and they're might as well all three be brothers uh but seeing them live hearing them live they've taken time to be on the Vibes Alive show, the road show uh, recently in San Diego. They came by 
and they've got some great new work coming out. And this song is a great example of that, uh, where you've got such good harmonies, you've got good rhythms, you've got some good flow in there, you've got some good reggae in there, you've got some good singing, and that's like as well-rounded as you could potentially get or ask for in any sort of track. I mean, there's just all the right ingredients when it comes to the late ones in general, but this song in particular, My Brother's Keeper, I think just has such a strong meaning, and it feels like a song with such foundation that it needs to be listened to, recognized, and appreciated, and uh, all three of those things is definitely something that, that I take away from it dig it a lot like i'm glad that these guys are finally getting what they deserve which is some more ears for some great talent hell yeah man no and this this track is coming from their ep uh lately and i am so happy for some new late ones music i mean this was big and i i love i love what they represent man you know i love some of the lyrics a wise man understands he knows nothing and a fool thinks he knows all. And I tell you what, I fluctuate between a wise man and a fool quite frequently. Um, you know, fortunately, when I'm a fool, I can pull myself back to being a wise man. And when I'm a wise man, sometimes I stumble into being a fool, and that's life, and that's okay. And uh, I and I said, the bigger the tree, the harder they fall. All right. And, you know, I'm a big tree, so I'm going to fall hard. And uh, that's okay too, you know. And uh, I love this music because it, it's, you know, mute, like good music that reinforces, you know, the, the found, the foundational message of reggae music and positivity and, and knowledge and philosophy. And I mean, this is the shit I love, dude. I love reggae music for this. And I think the late ones are able to, to take that and, and channel it through their unique style and their unique sound. And nobody, nobody has a style like the late ones. All right. No, They're so talented. Yeah, yes. It's genuine. It's different. It's fresh. It's something um, you, do, you don't see anywhere else. And they're true musicians. They put on a hell of a show. They're well-connected in the scene. All right. They've been on this podcast talking about their passion for music. Easy Star Records backs them. And this release is a sign of good things to come. I mean, it, plus, Brothers Keeper, I mean, this track just reminds us to take care of our people, our friends, our family. It's just kind of a message. And I love when Josh starts rapping on their tracks. I mean, it's inevitable. I mean, you hear you hear the kind of reggae flow, and then Josh comes in and starts rapping, and you get some of that uh, California, West Coast hip-hop infused into a reggae track. Love it. This is ridiculous. I hope at some point soon I can re uh, release the radio show stuff or the road show stuff that we got to do in San Diego San Diego, because it was acapella and the little bits and pieces of the pops and the clips and the, like the little bits of harmonies that they all do that when it's so stripped down and raw and you hear it and see it, man, like, yeah, it's just uh, the talent is off the hook. They just got a sense of of light and goodness and energy. The late ones. Like it. Yeah, man. Ev, what have you done lately to be your brother's keeper? Just give me like, like just a quick hit or just one. What's something you've done to be your brother's keeper lately? Uh, I mean, man, I'm, I'm a youngest sibling, so I'm not the keeper here, man. I'm, I'm the kept. 
I've done nothing. Oh, you're kept, brother. Right? Yeah. Okay. Right. I'm I'm all kept. Right. Um, but man, my okay. my brother, my brother's he's he's good to me all the time. I mean, he lives in Texas, but you know, he hooks me up. He he buys me nice things sometimes. And that's pretty tight. Or you know, whenever he visits, we always hang out. Uh, I don't know. We talk. I talk to him more than I talk to any of my family, other than my dad. So you know, I mean, we're always we're always connected. And I got one other older brother, but that's a different situation. Oh yeah, it sounds like a whole deal. But I will say, Evan, a wise man understands that he knows nothing. So you know, sounds like you're you're on your way. And for that, I appreciate you. And, thanks, uh, thanks, JB. On the <laughs> on that note, all right, you're, we you're the wisest Evan, man I know. Thanks, dude. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Um, listen, I'm just a big tree, and I'm about to fall hard right on this interview because this interview was incredible. Uh, we had Mike and Dave from over the bridge. I've seen them play. I've seen them come up on this scene. I've met those guys a few times. Uh, Brett, it was your first interaction with them, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. like talking to them. Um, that this is was a good one. Yeah, Evan was not a part of this. Right? He missed out. You know, he was at home. Coughing it up, probably watching Top Boy on Netflix or something. I don't know what you were doing, but um, watching the Eric Andre Netflix comedy special on repeat. <laughs> uh, that'd be pretty tight. Um, but yeah, man, I thought this interview was great, Brett. I don't know what what was your take, man. My take was uh, it was pretty damn great. I think it it covered a lot of a lot of ground in. You know, we were talking earlier about being genuine, and I just felt like, you know, these guys were just really genuine dudes that appreciated the time, the conversation. Um, their music stands and speaks for itself, and, and just being able to listen to it and not really know them or have any context for it, uh, it was really great to get to know them. And then, again, listen back to the music, because I went back and listened to some more over the bridge after the interview, and it was just like, Damn. Like the, for them to be so humble and cool and have such great stories and like dancing up on bars and shit and like being so chill to talk to, but then listening to the music that they just sound like such a big band. Like, I don't know. It's a very big sound. It it sounds great. And, and I think that it's, uh, it was really cool to have the experience and yeah, man, missed you Evan, but uh, I'm pretty sure that whenever I get my ass out to Boston, there's going to be a big party and they're going to be involved and that will be the resurgence of the Armo and yes. The East Coast Armos. Dude, well, well dude, just that one. Up. Oh yeah. Well, maybe you never or, know, you know, whatever um, ones want to join in Are the estranged older brother. Not estranged. Is he estranged or no. just strange? Uh, <laughs> I'd say I'm the strange brother, but you know, that's besides the point. Probably. Now we're just making shit up. Let's get into the interview. Let's yeah. y'all check it out. See what you think. Yes. I think it was a good one. I think it was a good Let's one. Get it.
Yo, what up, people? I know you're loving this episode so far. I know it's something special. You just heard some incredible music. And as promised, we have a fire interview ready to go for you. It's your boy, JB, and we're here chilling. I got my main man from down south from Arizona, Brett Coleman from Vibes Alive. Brett, what up, dude? How you doing, man? Hello, hello, hello. I'm doing good. Excited to be here uh, hanging out with multiple people from the New England area. Tell me about this, JB. What's going down right now? Oh, dude. Oh, dude, man. You hit the nail on the head, man. We got some We got some legends right here, okay? We got two members <laughs> of one of the hottest up-and-coming bands coming straight out of New England, okay? They represent the beautiful city of Gloucester, Massachusetts to the fullest. These guys have been grinding, hustling. They've been building something special. They've played almost every venue in Massachusetts and New Hampshire. They make new fans everywhere they go. Anyone who has seen them play live knows what these boys do. They crush shows. They party hard. And most of all, they make it look cool while they do it, man, with incredible vibes, (laughs) next level lyrics, and new music on the way. Ladies and gentlemen, we are pleased to be joined by Mike Forget and Dave Campbell of Over the Bridge. What up, boys? I feel like I should be like with like coming in like, bum, bum, like bum, this, bum. man. I just da, da, da. I just came in like hot, dude. Hey, what's going on? Hey. It, hey, if this podcast doesn't work out, man, I'm gonna be a ring announcer. I think I found hey, my second. I'm call. into it, man. I'm into it. Thank you for having us, bro. For sure, Good we're we're definitely super stoked to have you guys join, man. We're big fans of your band, of your music, and and I actually just reviewed Thank the you. single that dropped recently last episode but before we get into all that man i just want to ask man how is life right now for you guys in this moment and these uncertain times paint a picture what's going on in your worlds yeah it's been good life is always good we're alive so that's you got something to be thankful for but um it's been tough i've been doing a lot of solo gigs just like playing pretty much anywhere that i can um mostly in new hampshire because we're from massachusetts and everything's locked down here um so, like, outdoor music, obviously, now in December is, like, not a thing. So, we've just been kind of trying to find our way. But luckily, we've been um, kind of trudging through and working um, on music and still trying to stay creative and, and keep the you know ball moving forward. Everybody's kind of in the same uh, position right now. A lot of guys are off the road. Nobody's, you know, being able to tour and play shows at, at real venues. So... Yeah. Staying creative is like the only thing we got right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's tough, man. A lot of people are in that situation right now. And and um, one thing that Brett actually likes to bring up a lot is is uh, silver linings. There and I go. think the silver lining yeah. of the whole situation is people being able to put their energy into creative things. And it sounds like that's what you yep. guys have been doing. And, and correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, but there's an album on the horizon, on the way, right? Is is it is there it buttoned is. up? Is it finished? Or are you guys still kind of putting the yeah crossing the T's down the eyes? Or talk about that. So it's done. Oh. It's done for okay. sure. Um, it's been finished. Um, took us actually two years to finish the album. Um, we started 
uh, two years ago. We just released the first uh, single, which you mentioned that you had reviewed in the last episode. It's called Carry On. Um, and uh, we we put that one out first just because the, the song's message and everything kind of relates to what's going on right now. It's more like a current issue. People kind of relate to it more. Um, and we are planning on releasing the rest of it uh, over the next few months <clears throat> coming into... Uh, 2021, and and finally being able to share it. Dave, do you remember when we started? It was, what, January? <laughs> yeah. So we went through, like, a whole bunch of stuff during recording, um, and it was it was pretty wild. Year 2019 was kind of rough for us. <clears throat> we lost, uh, we lost a, a family member, a band member. Um, our bassist, MP, passed away. Um, so... I uh, finishing the record had been kind of put on hold um, for a while. And then obviously COVID and everything going on this year, we, you know, didn't know what was going on this year early even, but we had finished it. Uh, luckily we had tracked all the bass um, lines and all the bass parts before um, he, he left us. So he's actually on the record. Awesome. Uh, he played <clears throat> bass on the whole thing. Um, and he killed it too. When you listen to it, you like those bass lines, RMP, um, and it, he was playing on a, a super nice bass and just like had Adam. all the right like things. So yeah. that's something we highlight from it. Um, and um, the the lead off single is Carry On because it, we feel like, you know, we've been through a lot of stuff. We, we've, we survived losing a band member. We still came out and did a mini tour. We came out uh, later that year. We went to... Uh, last winter we went down to Key West. We've, you know, we've just carried on and 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 found a way. It was really tough for us. We went through a uh, a rough time, but two years later we got this album and we're really excited about it. Um, it feels like we it was the best we could do with the resources that we had, um, and we really just emptied the bucket. Joe Sambo produced it. Um, Dave, help me with some of these names. I'm like drawing blanks. Uh, Joe Sambo produced it. Matt and Tyler. Uh, the guy. From yep. The, the guys Revelry at Revelry. Awesome. And Tony. Uh, shout out Tony. Which that's in Manchester where you're from. Yes, sir. Uh, or where you're at up there, right? Yep. Yeah. The guys at, at Revelry. We stayed there. We camped for four um, four nights and five days. We slept on the couches there. <laughs> on at the Revelry. floors. We, we set, set the record for the, the <laughs> longest days in a row locked in in a session. Um, there at the studio. I don't know if anybody's beat it yet. I don't. That's I don't know. Question. I haven't seen it, but I know we definitely set that record. Um, we did. We we didn't take a real shower for like five <laughs> days um, when we did the rich like first uh, pre-production sessions and stuff. We we bathed in a sink and uh, just drank a lot of coffee for like three days. Smoked a ton of weed, uh, and we were in it. We were in it. We didn't leave. We figured if we left, we'd like get distracted or something, so we just stayed. Stay in and that little awesome. creative bubble we created for ourselves. Yeah. We had, uh, who else is on that? Paul Walsencroft from Slightly Stupid. Nice. Uh, he's a keyboardist from Slightly Stupid. He plays in uh, Organically Good Trio is his project. Uh, Paul, we love you. Shout out to Paul. He he, uh, he played keys on the album, almost the whole album. I think five or six tracks. Uh, the album is 10 tracks long, so he played on pretty much the whole thing. Um, he had just came back, come back from Spain. They were on tour, I think, Dave. Yeah, he was gonna finish it or do his part on tour, but he's from around here, and he decided like we weren't really on a a hard timeline. 
so we, we just waited. I think it was like a month later he came in and we got to like sit with him and actually. He had like a couple days or something that he has free. He was like one was with his family and he gave us one in the yeah. studio. Um, and we have a bunch of videos and stuff that we're going to be putting out and of all of us like hanging and chilling in the studio. But it was sick to have Paul um, play on it. We had opened for Organically Good and like Cross Pass and stuff. And it was just another thing. We had just reached out. Saying, hey, we're putting together this album. We'd, we'd be on it if you were, were on it. A lot of guys. We had Jeff Pilks from uh, the drummer from Soul Rebel Project was on it. Um, Brandon Hux from Of Good Nature gave us some trombone lines for uh, one of the tunes. Uh, Johnny Busquette, he's a our saxophone player, kid rips. He it's plays a in a bunch of bands up here too. Dub Boat, um, he, he plays with them. Um, and obviously there's a lot of Joe Sambo sprinkled all over that thing. Yeah, yeah, Joe. It's um, never a actually, bad thing. Oh, it's a great no. thing. No, definitely not a bad thing. So working with Joe was awesome. It was his first album that he had produced other than his own. Um, and he did an awesome job. The guys at Revelry and, and Joe took our, like, dusty gem, like, you know, raw material and like really help develop the songs and make them what you're going to hear when we start releasing the rest of the album. Turn that into a diamond, you know? What what was, yeah, uh, tell me about that process. Like what was something that happened when you guys were, you know, recording with them and, and, and getting this album, like polishing that diamond? Like what, were there any surprises? Were there anything like that you guys uncovered with like, cause you know, when you take your tracks to a producer and, and they kind of put their spin on it or they help see your vision. And all of a sudden it's like you see it from a different perspective and you guys have had this music for, you know, a while as you've built up to this to release yeah. it. Like what was that? Did you have any surprises or what was that process like for you? Uh, you know, along that, along the whole path of releasing and making a record. So there was this, this probably the strongest example of that was there was this one song. Um, I don't know if I can say the name. Yep. Can I say the name of it? Immediately. Oh, it's yeah. called late night text. And we, for the longest time we had it as like a, like a skanky reggae song and just like slow and whatever. And Joe was yep. like, that's a ska song. That's a, what are you guys doing? You're stupid. That's a We're ska like, song. What are you talking about? And so we had never played a ska song. All of a ever. sudden we just like <laughs> picked it up and it, it turned into like this pick it up, awesome. Pick it up. Yeah, exactly. Exactly hey, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. They needed some of that. Exactly. And um, yeah. took it back to like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater on Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love and, uh, music. All we of a sudden, we like song. loved the song. We were like kind of debating on whether we should put it on the album or what are we gonna do with it. And all of a sudden, we were like, "This is it. This is it's such a good change of pace." Yeah, it came out sick. We had a full horn section on it. Um, yeah, it it came out yeah. awesome. That was that was uh, there was a whole bunch of little stuff like that that happened when we were in pre pro. Um, when we were locked in with them, we pretty much like almost rewrote, we arranged and rewrote almost everything that we had. Uh, we had a lot of like raw, good ideas and melodies and hooks and verses and all of our songs. And then we went and took them and kind of drilled deeper and like stuff like that happened where we took one and was like, what if we played it as a ska song? And then we were like, holy shit, what if we play it as so, a ska so song? So did it, we, you think, I mean, obviously it's opening opportunities, but how do you think that's going to be for you guys now moving forward? Like not, not skipping past what's achieving right now. We're, we're celebrating the new music, but when you're going to right. make another record, like, is that yep. going to now be in your mind that is this take, you know, I may, might go about it a little bit differently because of the experience you had recording this record and going through yeah. that process. Absolutely. I know personally, um, 
my writing has grown from that because now I have a better idea of like how a song is formed and what the process looks like um, and what you can do when recording and tracking and mixing and editing and all those things that we didn't really see before. Right. So now um, I think like, oh, this is a great like melody or something. I'm like, I can't wait. What if we mixed it or what if we d you know, did something else with it um, that I didn't know or think about before we had done this process, like little tricks and That's awesome. vocal stuff. And uh, we learned a lot, a lot, a lot. Dave knows more than I do about the music and like recording and stuff, but it oh, was stop. sick to be, <laughs> to be there um, with them and to have them do their thing with us. Um, in the future, it, we just, we've actually already started writing a, a lot of, a lot of our second album already. Um, and we're probably going to be back in the studio early uh, 2021 to start working on more new music. But now we have like a process. See, that's the silver lining of 2020. You guys had all this time to get creative and make some things happen. And now you're going to be yeah. popping back in the studio real quick, getting more new music out there to keep people excited. I mean, that's right. It. You know, got to take over the world. Well, you got to get more content. Turning. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, man, I am so excited to hear this album, listen to you guys talk because you got so many different elements. I mean, even just looking at YouTube and you guys have diverse skills, Mike, I know you have a, a whole solo project where you, you rap and, and, yeah. uh, and, and Dave, I know that you can play the violin and we're <laughs> talking about getting Joe Sambo in the mix. We're talking about getting people from slightly stupid and two years in the process and all the trials and tribulations and the adversity that you guys went through and not showering for five days, having these long studio sessions and, you know, yeah, different styles, Sky, and like, it just seems like everything's coming together for an incredible album. And I'm just kind of curious, is, is it going to be a lot of different sounds and styles or like, what, what can people expect aside from, you know, obviously the Sky song, but what, what are people going to get out of this album? I'm curious. Dude, we have so many different styles on this album. It's, it's crazy. It, like, it's almost like not the yeah, same I, album as you listen to it. Yeah, it's it could very well have like each it's like a good TV show where like each character could have like its own spinoff and like its own show. Like all these songs could like be on their own, which is why uh, it made sense. So well, we can just say this now, but we're going to release the majority majority of it uh, in singles um, because of everything that's going on right now. We thought that it would make sense that we could give them each. Um, you know, their own platform and then release them all together um, over the next few months. And these songs are all so different that it'll give people a chance to really highlight and like listen to them. Because at the time we had our first EP and we released in like 2015 was stuff that like we kind of had already written apart separate that we just like needed something to record. These songs are on this debut album are the first time that me and Dave actually wrote everything together. Um, and composed and, you know, got into pre-production with these other guys. And they, they like really reflect who we were and what we were doing in life at the time when we were writing and first getting, you know, these songs together and you can see it. Like when you started and listened to it, it kind of tells a story like the, the genres <coughs> get a little different as the songs change. Um, we even have a song with, where Dave plays the violin. It's like almost like a folk song. And um, it's called Moses. Uh, it's an original song we wrote a, a while ago that Joe Sambo actually loved. He was like, we were, we were debating on whether or not to put it on the album, but Joe's like, this is a sick song. 
you have to put it on the album. They were like, we're a reggae band, but this song is like, could be on the CMAs or yeah. something like. <laughs> so awesome. we have a little bit of everything on yeah. there. It's it's uh, I think people are gonna like it. I think people are really gonna like it. It's uh, it's our statement. You know, it's our first debut album. It's like this is who we are as artists. This is our range. This is what we can do. Um, we're excited for it. It's I'm like introducing ourselves to the to the world. Introduction. Yeah, exactly. And it's cool well, looking it's back. Cool. Like yeah, it, it it it's it's awesome to see you guys doing it too because you have such a reputation around New England from the live shows. You guys have been like just cranking live shows. I mean, obviously before the pandemic, but you know now we get a we get the first album. This is this is big. I'm excited, man. Yeah, man. We've been for the most part all the things that we've done our entire career as a, as a band, which is going on six years. We've done. Uh, word of mouth. Everything's been word of mouth in our live shows and people have seen us live and then told somebody else. And then, you know, people were in the crowd, saw us open for like, you know, someone and we're like, oh, we're putting together a show. We'd love to have you guys. And we haven't really had um, something that we could really like show and be proud of. Um, not that I'm, we're not proud of what we did with the our first EP that we put out. But it, it was just years ago. It really like is you can see it and hear it. It's light years ahead um, of what that was, and it really like uh, is something that'll showcase how we are now as musicians. And uh, we keep referring to it as like the level up. You know what I mean? It's kind yeah, of a level up, level up. Level, yeah. level up. That's like what it is. We uh yeah, we've always say, taken a lot of pride in our live show. We really want that to be like a really good time. And so when we write, we try and make sure that it'll translate well to the stage. Yeah. Especially when we were recording, I, a lot of the stuff I was like, it just doesn't feel right. Like it doesn't feel like we'll we do that like, live. Let's, yeah. let's take it back yeah. a little bit. We would, yeah, we even like kind of rewrote some stuff so that it was more, uh, our style naturally live because we want the live shows to, you know, go hand in hand with the album and we've been playing our live shows. That's like how we wrote all these songs. So we've been jamming and just playing tons of gigs. Literally, we we spent the last six years just playing anywhere that they would let us. And we've opened for everybody. Everybody. We've Ballyhoo, Pacifier, uh, Roots Creation, Elevators we've played with, Joe Sambo, obviously, uh, Catastro, Pacific Dub. We've played with uh, literally everybody. Anybody Giant who's Panda. passed through our area. We've Yeah, Giant Panda we played with on 420. Um, we played with just oh, so tons many. of bands, dude. Yeah. And this year, um, actually in 2020, we had seven festivals on the schedule. Um, and we were going to drop the whole album earlier this year, but, um, everything was done with no music. We haven't had an album. We've just been playing and people have wanted us to come and play because we just love to play. And we started playing like restaurants and bar gigs we would just do like four hours so we're just like jamming anything that sounds good for as long as sometimes we can. just making it and up that's how like spot. a lot of these songs right and that's how a lot of these songs were written it's like dave would come up with this sweet melody and i'd just start singing whatever <laughs> came to my mind in front of like a dinner crowd somewhere <laughs> in like old orchard beach or some shit yeah and, and i remember and the first come time up with something sick I, I, I remember seeing you guys, for the very first time I remember seeing you guys, I don't remember where it was, it was some bar, but I, I came in and I think, Dave, <laughs> you were standing on a counter with a guitar behind your head, playing it backwards, yeah. and yeah. I was just like, holy shit, man, these guys are awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, 
<laughs> I can't help myself. To be sometimes. epic, you have to be epic. Yeah, he just really can't sometimes. <laughs> There's so that doesn't work as well when it's like five thirty, six o'clock in the in the evening, and there's like people and eating I'm dinner stepping and stuff. All and over Dave's walking. <laughs> Little Joey's chicken it's nuggets. It's oh, ha- no. it's happened before. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, we just like to send it. We like to have fun. And Dave likes to go. I'm like sometimes I'll just I'm like go take a walk, and he just goes hey. over the head. He's got the we we've done uh, the violin now. He's got this wireless setup, so now it's just like you never know. Dave could be swinging in from the chandelier. <laughs> <laughs> What's the craziest you thing go. you've done during a live show? Oh, shoot, um, this is pretty cool. So Sorry. I can say this because she's my girlfriend now. Um, <laughs> oh man, that was awesome! I know exactly. We were at, the, the we're at baseball tavern in, in, in here in Boston. And uh, I'm playing behind my head just for a solo, and, I, and I start too. to walk around. I'm going to walk through the crowd. And my plan was to go jump up on the bar like I like to do. But then I see uh, her name's Zoldi. Shout out. Love you. Um, uh, <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> and uh, I'm walking by, and we had we had been dating for like a little bit. We It's like our fourth or fifth date. She came to a show. And I just like, while I'm playing, I kissed her. And then walked away and went back on stage and like didn't even look back and it it made me feel really there's cool. A, <laughs> there was like a couple hundred people in the bar. Yeah. This place was packed. It was like pre-COVID, so there was like a couple hundred people there, and it was game day on like Red Sox, and we were right across the street from Fenway, so it was like packed. He looked like the man. It, it felt I, cool. honestly. He he looked like somebody the man. had a video and there was the this stage, one guy that was next to her. Kiss this like, pretty girl. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh my god! Yeah, sounds like yeah, a I movie moment, that, dude. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, it, it definitely was, was. It was the coolest I've probably ever been, and probably will ever be. <laughs> but uh, that was actually put really that cool. one in the in the pocket every time I'm feeling yeah, bad I about knew, myself. I knew knew that story was coming too. <laughs> Damn, see musicians, man, they just. Dude, they have it. When they're on stage, everyone's looking at them, man. They could just do shit like that. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Um, but uh, Yeah, the more open and weird you are, the better it is. Exactly, man. Like you said, you got to send it. I respect that big time. Um, man. But let's let's change gears a little bit, man. Let's talk about where you guys are from because I think the world needs to know, man. A little place in Massachusetts. Beautiful town. Great energy there. Talk about that, man. Talk about the city you guys come from, the music scene, or even just the music scene here in in New England. You know, um, I think I think people need to know. How would you describe where you guys come from? Gloucester, Massachusetts. Gloucester. Gloucester. Okay. Well, first off, you've heard of Manchester by the sea. It's it's Gloucester by the smell, because it's a <laughs> it's a it is it's kind of a dirty old fish town, but. Be- you ask my family, they tell you it smells like yeah. <laughs> the fish, all the fishermen are right. the Italians. But because of that, because it's the right. whole fish town, it's it's actually it's beautiful, you know, it in the awesome. best way. It's not in like a uppity way. It's not like one of your your touristy beach towns either. It's really got soul. It's mm. real. Yeah, it's like all the people here are just real. Like we have people from all over the world come here on vacation and like because of how real and raw and like authentic our food is, our people are, the restaurants are, the the music is when we play. Um it's it's just like that. Everybody's uh, you know, real and it's a tight knit, tiny community. 
where like we all know each other. Like I can go to CVS right now and the girl's going to ask me like, how's your mom doing? Like how blah, blah, blah. I saw who, and it's, it's always been like that. So having the support, um, of our hometown when we were starting, especially, um, was, we wouldn't have been able to do half the things that we've done if we didn't come from Gloucester because we knew we had like a couple thousand people from the island that were going to vote for us to open for a giant panda or, um, you know, sell out our first few merch runs and things like that. Um, being from Gloucester, I think it put us in a, a different position to to have that kind of support that you wouldn't find if we were like from that, you know, the middle of Boston or like, you know, some big city somewhere where we didn't know anybody. I think that made a huge difference, key. especially. Yeah. And, uh, you can, you can hear it in our music too. Um, you know, it's gritty, it's real, it's fun. We like to, you know, have a good time. Uh, it represents like the new England, the North shore, you know, right now it's, it, my cousin just told me it's going to be warm out this week. He's talking it's going to be 40 degrees. I'm like, dude, what? It's, <laughs> it's like, it's cold. You know what I mean? Like, we go through cold, dark winters. It's been dark since 4 o'clock, man. Like, we're get, we get tough in the winter. And then all of a sudden, uh, in Gloucester, the winter, it's like dead. It turns gray. Nobody wants to talk to each other. But in the summertime, when all the, everything turns green, it's like heaven on earth, man. Yeah. I, St. Peter's Fiesta. I don't know if you guys have ever heard that, but uh, we got a we got this thing. It's called the Fiesta. St. Peter's Fiesta. It's a it's an Italian um, festival celebration of the blessing of the feet, <laughs> feet, <laughs> not the feet. But uh, we do the blessing of the feet. We walk blessing the greasy pole. I don't know if you guys have been from around here, but. Uh, we walked the greasy yeah, pole. Yeah, look it up if you haven't uh, seen the flag. it. Yeah, Google that. If you've never seen videos of the greasy pole on Fiesta. No, nah, dude, you, you can't even imagine what I'm out, thinking bro. right now. So I'm going to have to look it up. <laughs> so it's I'm going to have to look it it's up. It's like a platform. He goes, blessing of the feet is a greasy pole. What are you trying to say, dude? <laughs> no, it's funny because <laughs> y'all are the complete opposite of, of my world. The, the summer is hell. It's so damn hot. Like nobody wants to be outside. It's oppressive. And like we're starting to get to the point where we're like, oh. There's people and there's life, so our hibernation cycles are kind of different, which is why there's snowbirds. They come here so they can live their happy life the whole time, yeah. which is cool. Lucky you know. people. Yeah, like no disrespect to them, props, but yeah, um, yeah, it's always amazing to me. Like you guys have seasons too, which is always amazing, yeah. which not to take away from where you're coming from. Real people, grit, authentic. You can hear it. You can tell just from this conversation. I mean, real people have real conversations and, and care about real right. things and real things like community because community has always been the support for this entire genre. I mean, you guys are talking about the hometown, right. but the hometown right. is, is then kind of the epicenter of what, what trickles to get it, you know, naturally out there when people hear the word or they know what's behind, you know, these bands and what's behind the efforts and what's behind the thoughts and the messages, it just takes it to such another level. And the support I just think is, Amazing. So a shout out to Gloucester. Is that saying it right? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah, man. Hell yeah. That's dope. Dude, it's in our name. It's even as far as our name. Over the yeah. bridge is a direct representation of our hometown. So there's a bridge. There's it we're in a man made island. We got a canal. There's a drawbridge that goes up and down where the boats go through, and then there's a big highway bridge. And anybody on the island, you know, you say you're going over the bridge. Uh, where are you? I'm coming over the bridge right now. And everybody instantly knows what you're talking about. And nobody really ever goes over the bridge. So when we were first starting and we took the band over the bridge, 
and it just kind of, you know, clicked from there. Like, oh, OTB. Here we over are. The we're bridge. over the we're bridge. Going over the bridge, and and that it's it's a direct representation of Gloucester and where we're from. Is the in the name of the band itself, OTB, over the bridge. So it's that's uh, if you ever come come to Gloucester, you literally have to go over one of the bridges to go anywhere. Literally, figuratively. Yeah, I was in NorCal for a little bit, anything. and I don't do bridges very well because I'm really from the desert <laughs> where we don't have anything like that. But yeah, man, I'm interested. I think it'd be a good time, and I love that the I, I talk about always how things are so visual, and I can like tell the the stories. And when you guys are talking about this, you can see it. You can see the the narration of this movie of this this life that you guys have been living and putting together, and all these efforts coming around. Yeah. And, it's like to be, you know, over the bridge to the other side to the rest of the world is such a cool uh, metaphor and something that you guys can. It sounds like a name that I mean, if I if I can say it, it sounds like it's a name that would motivate you as well. Um, not because where you yeah. are isn't great enough. It's just that you guys have taken that and you have that accomplishment to get it like not get out, but move on and build and grow. And so by doing right. that, it's like you always have that badge of honor. You always have home, but your home is represented by both being there on the island and both being outside of it, which I think is really, really fucking right. cool. Yeah. So when we were first a uh, band, um, when we first started traveling, I uh, playing all over new England. We used to bring a pilot pirate flag <laughs> and we would hang the pirate flag, like in the background of anywhere we were and just like take over that spot in the name of like the North Shore. <laughs> we were just like Dave wrote a song. Uh, that's on our first EB, EP. Um, we call it Pirate Song. Yeah. But it's called Blame It on the Rum. Uh, and yeah, that's we would play that song. We would hang the pirate flag and we would just take Claim over it. whatever spot we were at. Welcome to our side <laughs> of the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, did that go over well for you guys or more interesting uh, stories or what? Mixed, mixed, <laughs> mixed emotions. We would get some people were into the R and like some people were just trying to eat their shrimp scampi. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking dancing. He's got his heel in their shrimp scampi and they're not. Yeah. <laughs> He's knocking over water glasses. Extra seasoning. Enjoy. Yeah, it comes with extra flavor, you know. <laughs> Little pirates boot in your, in your meal, in your dinner. You know what, though, man? I think that there is something to be said about what's happening right now in New England with the music scene. I mean, you guys, you know, are, are obviously yeah, dude. in your lane, but you, you also mentioned somebody like Joe Sambo. I, I You know, I, I could not Love mention you, the elevators. Um, yep. Roots of Creation. We love them, too. Those are our yeah. boys. Everybody in the area, creation, actually, yeah. it's like a huge family. Yeah. yeah. Brett and the Roots of Creation right. fam. Um, Pierre there's Ab, so many racks, the Quins. I mean, yeah, dude, we play with members of their band all the time. Pierre Ab's from our hometown. Um, a bunch of the dudes from long arm racks. Jeff plays drums with us all the time. Um, at any moment in time at like one of our shows, you could see a combination of any of those <laughs> bands on the stage. And it's awesome because everybody's always down and helping each other. And especially in, in new England right now, um, hasn't been like uh, you talk about reggae you're thinking like west coast like cali kind of stuff and yeah. then you know but there lately be there's been a shift in focus so like wait a second there's some like really dope sounds coming out of the northeast so you talk about the elevators and roots of creation and uh you know bands like that that are 
you know, taking it to the next level. And, and now us, hopefully, uh, we, you know, we work with Paul from slightly stupid on our album and stuff. It's, it's, uh, it's a big collaboration up here in, in new England, especially, uh, there's a lot of guys down on the South shore. We're from the North shore, um, New Hampshire, where Joe's from, everybody's working together and playing shows together and supporting each other and rocking each other's merch and shouting each other out. And, um, we're actually, I'm going down to, to, to Key West soon. Um, I'll be chilling with Joe. We did this last year. We did a, a 16 day tour with, um, me and Dave went down, did an acoustic tour. Joe was down there. Um, a bunch of new England guys were down South at the same time. Uh, it's, it's honestly unlike any of the other genres. It's like a big it's family. It's not a competition. You know? yeah. Right. It's not really a competition where people are like biting. One each of the other. reasons we continue to grow. That's why everybody can continue to grow. There's there's genuine right. support. It's like you don't look at somebody that has made it. Like, you know, you look at right. the elevators, they've had some recent success. They're doing great. Look at you know. There's a lot of different bands. You don't. Some you of don't, the coolest. Some of the coolest. Cats exactly. Yeah, there's a sure. support and like know. admiration of like these you are the know. greatest people. They deserve it. We're going to be there too. We're all going to going to the party. We're all going to be there together. And like that is yep. so great because it is so genuine and true and honest to where, you know, I don't think other genres are like that. It's like oh, they got more you know more no. downloads than me. They got more this than me. They got more that right. than me. It's like, like I got a no. We all have person. this together. Yeah. No right. shit. It's like right. we're good. We're good because we're here and we're actually like making music for a living or we're doing this or we're having conversations. We're whatever it is. We're a part of this community because the community supports us being here. And it's so right. different than, you know, I think pretty much, as you said, any other genre, because um, I don't think it matters if it's a Facebook group or if it's, you know, something like a podcast or if it's a full on, you know, commercial type of festival everybody still at its core supports it because it's true to who we are. Even if it does make money, why be mad if it makes money, if it's off of something we love, you know, like, right. It's cool. Sorry. Yeah, a little, little bit of a really. rant, but I just support this damn community. I love it. I love yeah. it though. Cause, Cause we've rant. never talked before Continue. and we have the same damn feeling, man. And that's, that's the, yeah. that's the proof in the pudding. That's the way it is. That's, that's that. the chutzpah. Yeah. Huh. Music. And, and the cool part about it too <laughs> is a beautiful thing. You know, one person's success, one band's success is everyone's success too. You know, yeah. it it makes us all grow together as as that same community and as that same family. And dude, we've had so many people like reach out to us over the last couple of years with words of you know encouragement and uh, guys that we never like would thought. Brett Bollinger from Pepper, like you know, got on a video, shouted us out. Uh, we just like guys that you would never think, and in, in other industries, I mean genres, I don't think it would happen like that. You know what I mean? Where guys like that are, you know, would say have made it at the pinnacle of success and stuff would would shout out a band who hasn't even dropped an album yet that they just met backstage in Hampton Beach. You know what I mean? Like it's it's, no, dope. it's dope. Brett stopped and did the radio show when he was doing his solo thing and did an interview with me for a good hour and a half. It was fucking amazing i was like really cool i so mean cool. and the movement and then all these bands that have been a part of this that continue to grow all of them. they come by you know and it's like doesn't i could go through the list it's not important it's just amazing that there's this continued sense of support and even through 2020 i do like the silver lining and i do focus on it because yeah. i really don't think there's 
much good in focusing on what's shitty because it's not going to make it any better. So just makes it if in 2020, musicians got to make music. And I think that that's fucking incredible. I mean, hearing one of our friends say like he was working at 7-Eleven during the day, it was kind of like a bummer in a sense, but it's like, but it's not because every other minute of the day he is making music. It's growing. Like everybody's like achieving and doing more. So when the time comes that touring is coming back and the time comes that people can collaborate and really get in with each other, the, the, right. the like not to say the skills, but the knives have been sharpened and like everybody's right. coming in with this new renewed energy of like, fuck yeah. Like just, it's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. And like, that might be the shiniest silver lining there can be, but it's it's the best damn thing sometimes that could have happened. People got to connect with themselves. They got to connect with family. People got sick, so I'm not saying like that's good. But on the parts that we can control, a lot of good things have happened, and I just think that this new sense of community from this virtual world and real world is going to just collide very soon, and that fusion of like your guys excitement to play music and to bring this new music to a live audience and get that feed of brand new energy and like the payoff and ah damn like i just i'm excited for you i'm excited to be in the audience yeah. watching Wait, like dude yeah. it's gonna Man, be good it's, guys it's gonna be real like, good forgive the metaphor but it's like when the light hits the prism that one little silver string of light like in the pink floyd art yep. hits the prism and boom there's the rainbow on the other side yep so we kind of like hyperspeed reggae that will slow it down. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hit that one drop and then we'll, we'll start swaying. Yeah, man, I'm I'm looking forward to the future. I'm looking forward to you know hearing just listening to more of your guys' albums, getting to like spend more time hanging with Over the Bridge and getting to know your music and getting to know you guys more through your music. And you know, the thing is. I haven't had the hometown advantage and a lot of people that are listening right now haven't had the same thing. So, you know, we want people to listen and spread the message and just get more because you guys deserve to get their ears and for them to hear the messages and to hear the music. So if you are listening to this podcast, turn it up, listen two times, tell your friends and just keep it streaming. Get these guys some, uh, some extra ears because, uh, this is how we grow and this is how we support each other. So, they deserve Make that happen too. A hundred percent beyond yeah, everything they, they, else. You, got, yes. you, you, you guys have been paying your dues, man. And, and it's so cool to see a band that's done that on the front side and now has the, the music coming out. So th that's exciting. Cause a lot of times it's the other way around. And I think you guys are doing it right. And I think it's going to pay off. One question I wanted to ask you guys is I've noticed, man, you guys roll deep. You have a, you have a big crew. You have like, <laughs> it just seems like you guys got a nice crew going on. So, T yeah. Take a moment, man. Shout out your crew, man. Let the people know who the homies are. Uh, I know one of them you got to shout out is, is Jonathan from Hoots and Moose because he's the man. He's working yep. Reggae 360. That's actually my roommate. Mo. I think he's making pasta in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mo. Jamie says hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out to Mo. Yeah, Fun man. facts about Mo is we actually my we like lived together when we were like three and five years old. He actually stayed with my family for a little bit. Crazy, and then right? years, 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 20 years later, we we started hanging out within the OTB crew. Had a brain blast. Just like, whoa, whoa. That's lost it for you. But shout out to Moot. Shout out to CP. 
Me and Dave were captains, co-captains of the same soccer team when oh, we were yeah. like seven like years U8 old. Oh, yeah, like U8 soccer league. <laughs> and his dad was the coach, and my mom was the soccer mom. She used to bring, like, the the wedges, the oranges. The orange the baggie wedges. Baggy of orange yes. wedges. Yeah. And everybody, like, had the orange smile the, after the game. Yeah. yeah Everyone had a crush it. on so, her, too. And then <laughs> fast forward probably like two, that she's not like, lying. My mom's awesome. Nah, he's he was serious. Uh, Shout out yeah, to Yeah, she's mom. team mom for sure. <laughs> she's definitely she's still team mom. She is. She she sent us with this when we went on the tour last year, she sent us with like this big box of snacks and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. I like I like the family vibes going on, man. That's that's what's up, dude. Mm-hmm. Well, um, the rest of the crew, CP, Butlin, Kip, those are our road dogs. Um, I almost drew a blank. I was trying to think. Uh, we got Kip. It does, like, everything. He does, like, camera work. He does uh, fix the car if the car needs Change the fixed, strings, like, whatever. mid-song. He's, yeah, he, he's the man. Kip, Kip shout out to Kippa. Mm-hmm. Uh, CP's been riding with me since I started playing music. He's my best friend. Actually, he's one of our roommates too. Um, he's the, our dreadhead friend. We call he's our token reggae dreadhead that we have in the <laughs> band, uh, in the band crew. So then we have Butlin. Butlin's our one of our road dogs too. He comes and just generally helps with whatever. But what's cool is like we built this whole thing. We were just like friends, and then everybody just kind of supported what we were trying to do when we first started trying to do it years ago um and then everybody just kind of naturally drifted towards their their role in the crew and what they do and how we work and um even just um meeting you guys and networking with you guys like you said you talked to john already like john owns a cbd company hoots and moots shout out to hoots and moots and they sponsor a whole bunch of the events that we um are a part of i did one of the live stream um festivals for you guys ascension uh, that you guys were all uh, involved with, and that was with Hoots and Moots too. Um, and it's it's cool how we can all tie those things into it, uh, into what we're trying to do, and and to be able to do it with your f- best friends is like the sickest thing in the world. So like when we've opened for any of these bands, or when we've gone on the road, or you know when we've done these things, been in the studio for five days, like CP was sleeping on the couch with us, like he was there, like. The whole crew does everything together, um, and we're lucky. We're lucky mm-hmm. dudes. Lucky mm-hmm. dudes, for sure. That's one thing. That's <laughs> funny that you say that because that's one thing that almost everybody we meet um, tells us that, like, they admire. Like, yo, we admire your crew. <laughs> we, just, we show up, like, six, seven deep, like, everywhere we go, and we just have a good time, and, like, the energy is always good, like, we don't. We know that we're being properly represented off the stage by like our boys and our crew. Mm. Like when we're on the stage playing it, like you know, it does both things. So when CP's out there, you know, they're they're selling merch, they're talking to people and hanging out. Like, and then we all come together after when when we're on the on the stage and off the stage. Um, they know it's like it's real. Like we really are a bunch of goofballs. Like we're not faking it. We're all boys. Like. We do all the things that we say that we do. We don't really like make stuff up for social media and that stuff. Like we're not like posing for pictures. Like when Dave's up on the taking a picture up on the counter, like he really just jumped up there and nobody knew it was coming. <laughs> like these, all these things were real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's a that's a theme of this conversation is just 
being real, being genuine. And I think that that's um, it. And anybody that's listening right now has to be excited to listen to this project because I'll vouch for you, man. You guys are an awesome band live. I've seen you. The 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 music so far has been awesome. The single carry on. I know we got some more music coming. And um, you know, Reggae three sixty and for the vibes podcast, man, we'll be here to support you guys in any oh, way yeah. possible because Thank um, you. you know, you guys got a lot of fans out there, a lot of people in this area rooting for you and um I think this album's gonna do yeah, some man. some some big things. So We've built the fam. Our our fam page is is the OTB family for a reason. Um, we've built the the fam guerrilla warfare style from the ground up. Word of mouth through our shows. Now we got music that's coming out. We got friends like you guys that'll that'll help us spread the message. Um, we're excited, man. We can't wait to get this thing mm. out. Mm. I like mm. it. I like it. Yes, dude. I'm excited, man. Well, <laughs> shit, man. Be excited I gotta, again. I got so many more questions for you guys, but you know we gotta we gotta keep it within the time limits. I know uh, you know that you guys have a, a, a just a lot of interesting things about you as a band. I know you know Mike, for example, you got your solo music, and we could talk about yeah. the you know the upcoming single. We could talk about the Key West run. We could talk about uh, Dave yeah. your your cold plunges, man. There's just so many different <laughs> things we could talk about, but we, we, we might have to save that for next time, man, because you'll have to do uh, one with are, me. We'll do it right on the podcast. One day, one day. <laughs> when I come up there. Yes. No, I don't yeah. need to get myself into that. <laughs> That'd be real. You just signed out, man. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, so, but yeah, dude, no, I, again, I appreciate you guys' uh, time. I appreciate your energy. I appreciate Thank what we're so talking much. about. This is big. And, and uh, man, anyone that's listening right now, man, follow, follow these guys. Get excited for some new music. And, um, hey, thank you guys. We appreciate yeah, it, man. For thanks for us giving on. us a chance yeah, sure. to, uh, to introduce ourselves and and give these people a, a, a feel for who we are and the music that we're trying to put out and the message that we carry. We really appreciate yes. that. Shout out to Reggae 360 for the vibes, yo. You guys yes. are the best. Hey, man, thank thank you. you for being here. Thank you. Over the bridge, everybody. Much love, boys. Peace. Peace. Pick it up, pick it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. That was a good interview with Over the Bridge. Good to get to know those guys a little bit. And uh, I'm looking forward to getting out there, getting to see some of this energy that they're putting out. See, you know, Dave dancing on the bars and shit. Like, see the vibes, see the vibes that they're bringing. And um, I'm just happy to see that they've, you know, grown in like their position within your guys' community just in New England because I love Arizona. I love representing Arizona and talking about Arizona 
But you guys got your own thing going on over there. It's booming. It's blossoming. And it's good to see bands like Over the Bridge just growing and, and helping that scene grow to continue to just support, man. And this community supports each other so nice that uh, it's good to see it's universal. It doesn't necessarily stay in one specific place. It's it's amongst us. So I like that. That made me feel good. Yeah, man. New England, man. We got We got a little something different out here. You know, our energy is a little different. It's not all boat shoes and vineyard vines and, you know, Sperry's on the feet and, you know, Martha's Vineyard or Nantucket. It's, you know, we got a little grit out here. I mean, we got some gritty people, some real hardworking, fast moving, Duncan's drinking grinders out here, man. I feel like Over the Bridge represents that. Something special in the water out here, man. They they just got that X factor that represents New England and what people are about out here. And I think that that translates to everybody across the United States, including the West Coast Yarmos. Um, you know, I, I think people are really going to love this band, man, once they get this album out and their platform keeps growing and growing and growing. And yeah, man, excited, excited about that. I'm excited that we got to be a part of that conversation. I'm excited for these next songs that the listeners get to listen to, that we get to talk about, man, we're truly blessed. We're just vibing. We're zoning. We're out here just making it happen. We're doing the damn thing. We're doing the most with the least, man. We're taking it from the bottom to the top, from the east to the west, from the left to the right. Let's go, baby. Sure, boy. We're going to get into this mix right here. So for the vibes getting all up in this mix and this bitch. Hey, uh, hey, Meat Man, you mind just, just shutting the hell up so we can get along with this podcast? Well, that was sure, that was that was not my best Carl. <laughs> sure, boy, you didn't even know what was going down. Sitting here jamming yeah. on a podcast with the right game music. Up next, that wasn't very good song. either. It sounded like a drunk chipmunk. Bring it. You know what? I loved it though. I loved it, and I and I. I loved Sorry, to Zion, I for bringing you in like this, brother. Zion, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I would love it, dude. He's he's he is here for the vibes. He <laughs> is cooking up something special right now with his new music and he would he would love it if meat low for meat wad or meat pocket or whatever whoa, whatever that whoa, whoa, voice whoa 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 listen <laughs> listen uh, i'm listen listen let's just listen. stand back I'm not let's just stand back i'm not an aqua teen hunger force guy all right but it ain't no meat Miss pocket that, that sounds like something you get on a bad saturday night date you know what i'm saying hey <laughs> or a good saturday 7 11 better than who you are <laughs> 3 a.m. meat pockets at 7-Eleven. No, isn't that when... It, Evan, you told me about those. Isn't that when you put sandwich bags in your pockets when you go out <laughs> to a restaurant and then you just take leftover meat and just put it in there and save it for later? Isn't that... Well, you do it at the, uh, at the buffets because, you know, you're not allowed to take anything home. Oh. And uh, right. But now okay. there's no more buffets, so... Because you know COVID True. and all that. So, yeah, I mean, I, I do it at restaurants too now, but just to just for the feel of it. Meat pocket Listen, just sounds dirty, yo. Just sounds it dirty. It does. Well, I'll take that back. Um, no, I. My point. My original point was that Zion and I would be here for the vibes, and you guys are here for the vibes. The people that are listening are here for the vibes, and you know what? Sometimes those vibes get a little weird, and I like getting weird. I like to get strange. I like to do weird things on the podcast because it's our fucking podcast, and we can say whatever we want. Dude. We're, we're at that. We're podcast. at that point in the season, ladies and gentlemen. If you're with us now, you're going to be with us forever. So let's do it. Yeah, 
it, and reggae villain, honestly, dude, he probably just fucking fell over. He fell out of his chair when he heard that. All right. And I love that. The nonsense okay. is, is pure bliss. <coughs> it is, man. But you know what? We're living in end times anyway. So sometimes you need a little nonsense, but I'll tell you what's nonsense. What's non-nonsense. What is not nonsense. And that's end times. Up next is the song End Times from Zion I, Locksmith, and Ciroc. Worshiping his salary, been trying to rat on me ever since on a mission. Said it was golly, but hardly increased the vision and pressure. It's all we ever see. Line with the enemy, we'll get your ass, please. Please keep your energy protected, blessed with every lesson, professor. Focus in the session, got no time for second guesses like the end times. Read deep and stay alive. Now is the moment, break them chains in your mind. See the end times, manufacture by man. Now is the moment, it's your time, we overstand. Is it a pandemic or pandemic? Platforms are just a rich man's scrimmage. Liberals and conservatives keep debating on commercial networks because network is off the rate. End time. Zionai, Locksmith, Sorak. Fucking blown away by this track. All right, the music speaks for itself. Zumbi of the Zionai crew snaps on this track. He reminds everyone why he is a legendary MC. Okay. Evan, is this a pandemic or a plandemic? Which one? Oh, I have to pick? Oh, man. There's someone pandemic way or smarter. Plandemic. Than... Yeah. All right. Uh, well, well you know what? Zion and I asked a question. Okay. Is this a pandemic or a plandemic? This song represents a growing feeling within the public. At least that's my perception. It represents people that are kind of you know, rebelling, asking questions, not allowing themselves to be force fed misinformation, people thinking for themselves, that type of thing. And no, I'm not going down the path of like, you know, people that are that are getting conspiracies and stuff like that. But honestly, man, I think that there is a lot of misinformation out there. And I think a lot of people are thinking for themselves. And I think people are, for the most part, trying to do the right thing. Now, there's not a lot of people that aren't. And those people are stupid and, and they're fucking it up for everybody. And I think that you know, Darwinism or, or whatever will take care of itself. But my point is, I think that regardless of what information you're being presented with, you still need to think for yourself. And I think that that's what this uh, song represents. And the beat slaps. I mean, it just absolutely goes. Uh, and when the guy goes, oh, yeah, it reminds oh, me of Tony yeah. Hawk for some reason. It, it brings me back to Tony Hawk. I think that there was a song in the Tony Hawk Pro Skater, whatever soundtrack where the guy was like, oh, yeah. And it just like it brought me right back to those days. So I love it for that. And. You know what? I love songs where there are three MCs and everybody spits their verse because I love the format. It's kind of like competitive too. It's like the first person goes, second person, third person. You know, everyone's trying to kind of outdo themselves. And I think Zion, I actually had a verse at the end too, but I still love that. I love hip hop songs with three MCs and everyone's got a little different style, a little bit of a different take. Um, and it's kind of almost like a dueling piano. Everyone's just kind of playing off each other. And uh, yeah, I thought this was just well put together. Um, just another amazing track. Zion has been dropping songs, you know, first Friday of every month. 
And uh, goddamn, this one, uh, this one did it for me, boys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you talk about trios, I think about BC Boys because you're talking about the oh yeah. Like I feel like they sampled the shit out of yo yes and all the other things out there. Uh, but we're not talking about the BC Boys. We're talking about Zionai, and I agree that Zumbi is a. Uh, another individual worth, you know, recognizing and, and, you know, we're, we're starting to close down 2020 and, you know, it, it was a challenging year in many aspects for many different reasons, but also liberating years, you know, year in many aspects for many different reasons. And I always talk about the silver lining, but one thing that doesn't need any silver lining was I had a chance to meet Zumbi this year. We had a chance to talk. We had a chance to like get to know a little bit about what's behind that music. And it kind of just gives me, not that you need that extra like uh, excitement when he has a new single drop, but it just makes me that much happier to see it being out there and being so well received because he deserves all the great recognition he's getting. The talent alone speaks for itself, but you know he's he's a good human, a good dad, a good person, and uh, that is something to be recognized in these times too because it, it's easy to to get caught up and and not you know practice what you preach in so many different ways. And, uh, he's one of the real ones that he is what he represents. And I think that that's, that's dope. Worth, worth shouting out in my opinion. Well said. Well said. Evan, what's next? Oh yeah. Up next, we've got the song here right now from bear grills and Catastro. Oh yeah. This is a good one. Arizona baby. Disappeared like wow. No, it's only been a few weeks, but damn, feels like a year now. Yeah, it's all okay. Yeah, I still feel pain. Cause I never really knew you was gonna be the one that made me feel that you way. You were my thing from the jump. You were right there to call my bluff. By my side, but things got tough. Then you got your bag and you threw it in the trunk. Oh well, we went through love, we went through hell. I hope you're well. But one more thing before I bail, one more thing before I bail, yeah. broken ass record but i love i love 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 hearing the voices from Arizona out there in the world and this song right here you know bear grills featuring andy from catastro and you know andy's just got he's got a voice he's got a voice that that i appreciate i love that he's a good storyteller he's got a good flow it's just yeah i i don't wanna i don't want to sound like you know ridiculous about it i just really appreciate the damn sound and I like the storytelling. I like that this one, again, is another song that we, you know, this is going to be a popular thing because we're going to catch up on songs that just got dropped this last week, next week, uh, try to follow that. But there's been a lot of this progressive sound coming through with this uh, kind of just electronic-ness. And, and this is another one of those tracks where reggae-inspired, but still different, very fresh, different style, 
And Catastro, you know, just brings it to you, brings it home, makes it something special, more than just another beat. Not that that's all it is, but I think, you know, Andy, uh, he makes a track and I dig it a lot. Yeah, dude. Well said, man. Well said. And, um, you know, I think of like, like imagine cooking, right? You know, you've got a lot of different ingredients, a lot of different flavors. And if you put too much seasoning, you put too much something in there, it's going to throw everything off and it's going to come out weird. You got to put the right combinations of things. And I thought that this song fucking nailed the perfect, just the perfect amount of EDM dub, like, Mm -hmm. you know, um, Bear Grylls part of the track into a song that I could otherwise hear as just a Catastro song. But yeah, you know, Andy from Catastro is a true lyricist. He's got a, he's got a great flow. We actually talked earlier about kind of that pop element, you know, Mm -hmm. when we were talking about air and um, surfer girl and like, Catastro has that kind of crossover where they can go hip hop, they can go pop. And I think that like they, they like this song just to me represents the perfect amount of ingredients of different styles. And, and um, I thought some, I always worry when like a DJ like Bear Grylls or even Trevor Hall and Sophie Tucker, that they, that they may go too heavy on the EDM side of it and like kind of, you know, change, make it a song that maybe I don't really vibe with, but um, just like Sophie Tucker did with Trevor Hall, that song came out amazing. I thought Bear Grylls did a fucking fire job with this one. Um, but it's definitely going on the playlist. And it's a song that uh makes you feel it's a song you can jam to. It's a it's just a well it's just a well done song. It's just a good song. It could be on the front page of iTunes, you know. Like this is this is a big this is a good look for Catastro and for reggae rock music in general. So I like it. I agree. What do you, what do you guys think of this transition going down though? Like hearing more of this electronic EDM type influence, like it seems like it's growing in, within the genre, um, expanding the genre too, but just definitely growing within it. I know there's been a lot of dub and stuff lately, but it seems like this electronic is kind of playing more of a role. I mean, at least when we're hearing the new releases that are coming out, you know, I'm hearing a lot more of it and I, I'm not saying I dislike it. I'm just kind of curious to hear what you guys take is on it. Yeah, I think it is, electronic it is. music has always flirted with island influence. I mean, dub as a genre really turned into almost a primarily electronic genre in the 2000s. And you got drum and bass, which have really turned into primarily electronic music. Um, and I think it's just a natural mixture. And as EDMs <laughs> changed... You'll, you'll get more of a current EDM sound that'll still come back and flirt with different island sounds and positive vibed music. And I think there'll always be that connection. Um, the big thing is you're getting today's DJs, today's influences, and today's electronic music mixing with today's new artists, right? So it still gives you something new and fresh, even though the two these two worlds have always kind of uh, collided a little bit over time. Well said, dude. And you know what? The cool thing, too, is that EDM is so big. Like, it's bigger than reggae music in America, at least. Um, like, like Bear Grylls has 277,000 followers on Instagram. I mean, you know, I'm a clout chaser, and all I care about is people's Instagram numbers. But still, that is impressive, dude. Um, and so what, what it shows me is that now a, a wider audience is now going to hear Catastro and then they're going to go listen to it. Just like maybe with Sophie Tucker, people are going to hear Trevor Hall and they're going to dig into it. And I think 
my theory is that a lot of these EDM people are hearing reggae, rock, music in America, and they're listening to the lyrics and they're saying, oh, shit. Like these guys are talking about or girls are talking about real life things. It's positive music. It's positive energy. Let me take that and mix it with what I'm doing. And I think people I think people love it, man. Um, so I, I expect more and more of this. Um, you know, this is kind of crossover. I'm a big crossover guy. I love hip hop mixed with my reggae. I like um, rock mixed with my reggae. I like EDM mixed with my reggae. I mean, whatever it is, mix it with reggae and. I like it. Yeah, so, for um, sure. It, it feels yeah. like it encourages more of a celebration when you're listening to it. It's harder to just sit there. Kind of when those shit's hitting, you kind of feel like you got to you gotta yeah. move a little bit. You got to move a little bit. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I like unless it. You're, unless you're Evan Yarmo and you just sat there the whole song. I watched you, dude. <coughs> just kidding. Um, what's I, next? I'm dude? just feeling kind of wasted, man. Up next. <laughs> Waste man. We've got the song Wasted from Stone Tribe. Dude, that was a lazy transition. Thanks show we love. When you cared for me when I needed it so much. Wasted by Stone Tribe. Um, I I will say that uh, we were just talking about how different genres. It's interesting that we put this on right after Bear Girls and Catastrophe because it's so different. This is more of a slow tempo rock song that you can just like you can just zone out. This is this is a great song to play in the car. I mean, you can just kind of zone out. It's a song that gets you thinking. Um, you know, there's a message in the music. I, I I just feel like this song, the sound too, is refined. I love what Stone Tribe is doing. I mean, this is uh, you know one of the best songs that I've heard from them. I love it, and I like the whole theme of it. And uh, yeah, man, their album art's sick. Um, I mean, these guys are doing it, dude. And I just, I, it reminds me of like, like, like late '90s rock music, like slow tempo, like. <sighs> I, like Bush, dude. I almost got like a Bush vibe here mixed in a little bit. Like almost kind of like how Evan puts uh, frozen spinach in his smoothie in the morning. I got like a little, like they take a little bit of like Bush energy in there and spun it all up. Um, but stay true to like that, that reggae influence. And um, 
I gotta admit too, I love getting wasted. So, uh, oh no, man, this song hit the mark for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. Cheers. Nice. Yeah, cool, mellow song. I mean, um, not a band I was familiar with, but definitely somebody I want to check more out. You know, more of their music, and I agree with your synopsis here of their uh, their single we just listened to, "Wasted." Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, I like. I, you know what I like? I like that you use the word synopsis in a sentence. Appropriately, too, huh? Yeah. I'm trying to be. That is. That is. Trying true. to make up for uh, some of I'll, the bullshit in the earlier part of this episode by using big words. What's the biggest word you can think of right now to use? Ooh, superfluous. Yeah. All right. I mean, that was a fair quick enough, guess. dude. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, listen, I tell you what, I'm, I'm actually on, I'm on Stone Tribe's Facebook page right now, man. And, and if you're listening to this right now, man, you got to support these guys. They, they are definitely up and coming. They're a duo. It's Stone Tribe music. Um, oh, dude, I saw, oh man, I saw the video. Dude, these guys, oh, now, dude, now I remember it. I'm sorry. So first of all, anyone that's listening to this, if you've reached out to me on Instagram or, or in, in any capacity and I didn't get back to you, email, whatever it was, I sincerely apologize. I am just like all over the place and there, you know, we, I, I get like a ton of messages and I try to get back to every single one of them. But like my, like I also have like, my mind just goes in a bunch of different directions. So um, no disrespect intended. If you reached out to me and I, I didn't get back to you, please forgive me. I will at some point, but Stone Tribe reached out and they sent me the music video to the song, No Mo Clouds. And it's not this song. Um, obviously, this song is different. But, um, dude, this music video was fire, man. I loved it. It was it was so well produced. Um, it, it was just – it was so interesting, man. These guys are a duo. I believe they're based out of Texas. But their music is all kind of like spiritual. It's, it's, it's you know, more than, than what you just see on the surface. Check these guys out, man. Stone Tribe. They're, they're something serious. Um yeah, and I'm I checking it out. There's, there's a lot like there. Yeah, definitely worth checking out. So, um, but yeah, man, uh, it's always good too when I hear Brett or Evan say this is a band that I have not heard before. I love that because that's what this whole thing is all about, and that's why we do it. Amen. So respect. Yeah, my favorite part, honestly, like it's one of my absolute favorite things, is learning new bands and you know getting to help be a part of spreading the word of these bands. It's cool. It's fun. It's music for the spiritual revolution. Mm-hmm. Feel me? Mm-hmm. What's next? Up next, we've got the song Cyclone from Nick Safakis. Did I say it wrong again? Did I get it this time? Safakis. Nailed it. Cool. Pretty sure you Good. got that. Put it in, so be mindful of your energy, my friend. 
consultation now. Consciousness inside, I guide me safely through the battle zone. Full of vibes and pain, no minds are negative around me. Tip the balance with your positive thoughts. Hey, I love it, I forget it is a compass I have Still upon the sea, it is my anchor, keep me safe and sound. Bitter fruit of life gets sweeter as the time it passes. So remember, change it happens over time. Nick Safakis, Elliot Martin, Cyclone, and uh, you know, I I think like many other people know Nick Safakis from Ayatera. At least that's where I was introduced to him. I know he's still a part of that project, um, but it's been cool to see that he's consistently coming out with material on his own and. Nice that he's putting his own signature out there and doing his own thing, but still very much a part of, you know, that larger body of work with Ayaterra. So I, I just, I always find it cool when you can see the individuals being able to express their individuality. Uh, I know it sounds like so cliche, but, you know, think about it. Think about K-Bong and Sick Figure. You know, it's not that he's not under that shadow. He gets to do what he wants to do as an artist. Johnny Cosmic, same thing. These guys are all individual artists that are still under one umbrella, but getting to be a part of this community when maybe, you know, one big project isn't happening over another. So it's just cool to see, you know, just the, the individual uh, contributions that are just being able to be made outside of, you know, the bigger pieces. And, and I mean, Elliot Martin, obviously John Brown's body, that's a, that's a big piece. That's a big artist to work with. So nothing to, uh, bat an eye out there but i just think it's cool to see constant new work coming from from nick safakis yeah man i i agree with you i love when that happens you know i think of gary dread i think of um i mean hell double tiger yeah. you know was part of john brown's body and ellie martin john brown's body and nick safakis i tear like i i love when artists branch out and and um, just find new ways to express their art because in the end of the day if it's good and it's genuine and authentic the people are here for it so you know the more that we get from people the better and yeah man i think that this was a great example of why it works because nick safakis has a lot to say he's got a unique style that is you know different from my terror but still there's a lot of similarities in terms right. of the message the vibe and you know, this EP came out earlier in the month and it was a, a six track hitter. Um, I thought just amazing, amazing music, man. And and Nick Safakis dropped an album earlier in the year that was incredible, you know, and, and he's a really just a thoughtful musician. Let me let me read you a little something right straight from his Facebook. Um, something he something he said. This is just what thoughts that go on inside the mind of Nick Safakis. Um what if heaven is a mental space? What if this manifestation of flesh and spirit is our existential reward? If that was the case, would you give anything at all the power to pull you from the heavens? Be easy. Love. 
and and that just kind of sums up the energy that I get from uh, from this music. And actually, funny enough, you can you can get a personalized shout out from Nick Safakis on Cameo. I don't know how much he didn't drop the price in there, but um, he's doing big things, man. He's doing big things. I mean, he was on uh, songs from uh, scratch with uh, you know Nathan. From Ayaterra, where they just basically make a song together live. You get to watch the whole process. Check that out. That's pretty dope. And um, yeah, man, I, uh, I I loved everything about this track and this project, the CP. So definitely go check that out. Um, yeah, man, Nick Safakis and Elliot Martin of JBB. Love it. Let's get it. What's next? Up next, we've got the song No Answer from Tessellated. And crayon. Calls been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Rock off the waist once you wine like monster. Feeling the vibe at the time, no long talk. Lock off the phone when you call, no answer. Ring off the line, she no mind, no answer. Rock off the waist once you wine like monster. Feeling the vibe at the time, no long talk. Lock off the phone when you call, no answer. Ring off the line, she no mind, no answer. She sing when she fling all the thing panning Apple tan we a sip and a gin tannic So put your hip on it Now switch gear, get tip tronic With the windows tinted Won't let you in that sentence Make a make a bun like incense Invent the vibes, make we turn it to intense When since you play, me no play me not in that song Rock off the waist once you wine like monster Feeling the vibe at the time, no long talk Lock off the phone when you call, no answer Ring off the line, she no mind, no answer Rock off the waist once you wine like Feeling the vibe at the time, no long talk Lock off the phone when you call, no answer Ring off the line, she no mind, no answer No answer No, no, no answer Tessellated, no answer And that is off of the Tropics Volume 1 EP that he just dropped This is a young up-and-comer Test vibe on Instagram I mean, this this guy's from, you know, he, he shouts out in his bio, Kingston and L.A. You know, we talked about him on a previous podcast. He's his music has been featured in an Apple ad. Like, this guy's doing big things, man. He's a he's a young voice in reggae music and island music. And I think you'll love some of the tracks on this, man. It's it's seven. No. Yes. Seven. Yeah. Seven, seven songs. Yep. And um Protege was on one of these tracks, man, and 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 Protege doesn't just hop on features, man. If you're getting a co-sign from Protege, you're doing something right, man. You're doing something serious, and I mean, even just on this guy's Instagram, you see the aesthetic, man. Just rocking pink, tropical vibes, like you know, something's. This guy knows what he's doing. He's creative, man, and and it comes out on the music and this track in particular. I could definitely just, you know, again, this thing had me moving, man. I was in my kitchen just jamming to the song man moving around shaking the hips doing a little bachata man a little merengue mix a little uh something something you know and and that just that came out of me when i listened to this music that was the expression that came out of me because it gives me those vibes it gives me that energy and and that's why i'm paying attention to tessellated and that's why you should too boom nice thoughts 
Boom. I I don't even know how I could put a cherry on top of that. There's not even room in the bowl. I got no answer, JB. No answer. Okay. All right. Well, you know. But that was a catchy song. It was hard for me to stop playing it. I mean, the whole thing, the whole way through, is just an absolute vibe. I dig it. I think you just put a cherry on top of my bowl, as you say. Hey. Very colorful you sound artwork, upset. too. Mm. He wanted more um, excitement. He wanted a little more yeah. excitement, I think. Yeah, run it back. Try it again. Yo, Hold JB, on. that I'm track was fire. Woo! I'm sorry, JB. Nice. I'm there I'm recovering go. from COVID-19, the, the coronavirus. <laughs> I've been out home for 17 days. I'm not good enough for you. Is that what you're saying? The novel is this, coronavirus. Is this not yeah. what you were looking for from me today? Oh, no, 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 no. He's producing this Bro, show. You can't. You can't. Listen, listen this, this podcast is all about persevering. Evan, we can't, you know, we can't operate at a low frequency and, and, let, and let things get in our way. Make Let's be clear here. This you know, podcast, at the end of the day, is not about perseverance. At the end of the day, it's about sweet reggae. Now, sweet reggae might have some nice ooh. meaning behind it. But uh-huh. prove it. What well, next? We've yeah, got yeah. the song Sweet Reggae from Bombafaya. Ooh. Okay. Reggae music, you sweet know. Reggae music says it all right there. Mm-hmm. Reggae music is sweet, so sweet. Uh huh. Just, just so sweet, sweet and, honey. Man, it's it's interesting to listen to. It's almost like meta. It's like listening to a song, paying homage to sweet reggae, but also being a sweet reggae song in and of itself. You know. Um, I know Evan, I just blew your mind, dude. But yeah, man, that's uh that's what this track is. Bombfire, just just a, a little, you know, a, a little nugget of just positive energy from Bombafire to you. Just here you go. You know, here's here's our gift to you, this sweet reggae music, this um beautiful energy. And and uh I love just, you know, just one love, one love, just like chanting that. Like it's it's 
I mean, what a fitting way to wrap this podcast up because, you know, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for reggae music, you know, and we wouldn't have American reggae rock music. We wouldn't have EDM music mixed with reggae music. We wouldn't have pop music or hip hop music mixed with reggae music. I mean, reggae music is such a blessing. And that's why, you know, every once in a while we'll play, um, you know, an, an artist that, ha- that, you know, maybe they're like, uh, you know, an old school cat um, with a real gritty Jamaican reggae sound because that's where this thing all started, man. You know, we never forget that. We pay homage to true Jamaican island reggae music. Don't ever get it twisted. You know, it's all respect. There's no um, misuse of this beautiful thing that that, uh, you know, we're we're uh, we're we're blessed with. And that's how I feel. I mean, I, I guess maybe that doesn't stand for everybody out there. Maybe there's some people that are perpetrating a little bit. But I know on this podcast, we know where the music comes from and we respect it and we love it. And we think that Mama Fire did a really good job of, um, you know, creating a song, creating a, a, a soundtrack to. Yeah, man, just show love to reggae music. It makes you feel iry. That's why we do it. That's why we love it. That's what it's all about. And Evan, you know what the word Irie means because we defined it on a podcast in season two, man. What does the word Irie mean, Evan, to you? Man, everything is Irie. Nice, good, or pleasing per Oxford languages. Thanks to my quick Google search. But yeah, man, Irie is uh, the state that we're all trying to be in. And I think reggae music, it's like a little rocket ship that just you hop in, blast off, and boom, you're in. A state of Irie, and that's where the song took me. So, also, I just searched Irie, and uh, you know, obviously, because Google tracks everything you do, and we live forty minutes north of Boston. Something popped up called Irie Jamaican Style Restaurant in Boston, Evan, which we have to go to. It only got four out of five stars with two hundred sixty nine Google reviews. Um, but shout out Irie Jamaican Style Restaurant in uh, where is it? In Boston, near Dorchester. Say no more. Say less, ma'am. Evan and I are going to be there. Yeah, man. Um, I don't know how I got to where I got to, but you know what? I was there, and now we're here. <laughs> and now you guys have an opportunity to pull me back in. So what happened, boys? Well, I think we about wrapped up the podcast, to be honest with you. Uh, oh, shit. It's that time. We've turned the corner. The COVID corner. Evan's made it. He's here with us. Um, I believe this is where we do our positive thought of the week to inspire the folks at home to be inspired to be inspired. Right? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I like it. I like it. Well, who wants to go first? I do because I just, I got to say this. I hadn't thought of what to say this week. Like I never think about what to say because sometimes it's not that insightful. And I don't think that this will be either. But what I I want to say is uh, happy holidays to everybody. And, you know, whether you are of any sort of religion or not, the holidays are at least a time to just take a minute to acknowledge you know, people around you, who you are, or the gifts you give yourself, the gifts you give others, and take a moment to take it in and accept the fruits of your labor, appreciate the fruits of your labor, and just be good for being you, for 
just a couple of days because, you know, New Year's, everybody's in such a hurry to renew themselves sometimes or think they could do this different or that. Yeah, we could all do shit differently. But if we're all here right now, let's just take a moment to appreciate that more than perhaps like, you know, a material type of thing because, you know, it's a limited time affair. And I think that uh, the best thing we can do is, is be present as, as much as possible. Try that this holiday season. Coming in these weeks, we're getting close to Christmas, getting close to New Year's. You know, try to keep your head on because you got this. You built this. You did this. You helped yourself get to where you are. Enjoy a little bit. It's hard to do. It is, man. It's going to be a tough holiday for a lot of people, too, because there's going to be a lot of people that aren't going to be around their family. You know, they're going to make the choice not to go visit mom and dad because of COVID, man, and it's just, it's tough. So I think that that's a, a great message, man. I like it. Ed, do you want to, do you want to go or? I'll go. I think happy go. holidays. I mean, hey, that's, that's a great message right now. I mean, the holidays are so stressful. Everyone gets stressed out. And it's like, the, it's funny because it's all about creating joy is the point, right? You want to spread love to the people around you, but everyone gets so stressed out doing it based on like expectations and everything like that. Um, how are you guys with like when someone asks you what you want for Christmas? Do you guys give an answer, or are you just like uh, I don't know? You don't have to get me anything. <clears throat> Sometimes I, I've always been yeah. I, I've always said like no, don't you don't need to get me something. But the thing is though, by saying like oh you don't need to get me anything, you know the person wants to get you right. something. So if they're coming to me genuinely asking me for help, I'll give them some ideas because it's hard to get gifts for people. You know, like it is so. I don't know. I don't, I'm not like, oh, give me this. Like, no, but I'll, you know, I'm, it's, it's stressful trying to figure out what to get somebody. And if, it, if they're coming to me genuinely because they really are stuck and having a hard time with it, yeah, you know, I'll give them some. some I mean, help, JB, you know? you're a great gift giver. No one's given me as many gifts as an adult as you, I don't think. Not like a single soul. You always roll through with something like, hey, man, I thought of you. I thought you would like this. I've got this for you. Yeah. Yeah, man. No, I appreciate that, dude. I like to spread some. Some some jolliness around, you know what I'm saying? I'm a jolly guy, dude. Yeah, I like to I like to bring gifts, you know. I like to think that having the knowledge that I instill into you during these positive thoughts of the week are gifts enough, you know, for a lifetime. They're more valuable than anything. Uh, but sadly, I don't think that's what you're referring to. But that's okay. Um, uh, no, but yeah, man. Uh, but anyways, positive thought, positive thought. I'll keep it short and sweet because I just had us chat for a second. Um, just, you know, while you're focusing on spreading love to all these other people and getting super stressed out, it's okay to relax on a couple of things and, and kind of maybe, you know, lose some of the stuff that you should be doing. Maybe you fall behind with like, you know, cleaning or keeping some of your stuff together, just like little things throughout your life. It's okay to fall behind on a few things. You'll make up a new year's resolution about it. It'll be fine. You'll get caught up in January. Everything will be all right. You know, I mean, it's COVID nobody's coming over after Christmas anyways. If, even if you are having Christmas, um, it's okay to be a little bit of a mess throughout December. Don't be so hard on yourself. Nice dude. I like it. That's awesome, man. Um, I haven't really thought about my positive thought of the week, so I'm just going to wing it. And, um, I've been, I've been actually been watching this show on Netflix called, uh, top boy which is about um, uh, the underground uh, drug market in, I don't know, I think London or some, somewhere in, in, in uh, England. And basically it's about, it follows the lives of a few different 
players in that game and they're all fighting for number one, right? And I love shows like that. I love The Sopranos. I love The Wire. I love um, I love shows about crime. I don't know. I just I like it, but I'm not condoning it. Obviously, it's horrible. I mean, people get hurt and and uh, families are ruined. But it's horrible, but it's a great show. And it got me thinking about that drive to be number one, right? To to want to, you know, do anything that it takes to 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 be number one. And I think reggae music and just kind of like you know a certain philosophy that I embrace doesn't necessarily reinforce that drive in you. Like it's almost like it's a, maybe it's a bad thing to want that. To, but I but I think that it's a, actually it's a fucking beautiful thing. I think that if you're a man or a woman on this planet. It is, it is in you to be competitive, to want that, to go for it, to be the best at what you're doing. If you're going to make a podcast, make the best fucking podcast that you can. You know, nobody wants to just create an average podcast. You know, if you're going to be a band, fucking go all out. Have, have some pride, have some dignity, have that in you that's like, no, you know what? Fuck that. I want to be number one. You know, if you're at work, be the best person on your team. Like if that's the thing that motivates you, whatever it is that motivates you, it's okay to have that drive in you and just, you know, put all of your energy and essence into it and, and be prideful as a person and say, God damn it. If I'm putting my name on it, I'm going to be the best. I'm going to be number one. I'm going to be the top shotta. No drugs get sold on my street. I'm number one. Yes. Boom o'clock. So just channel that energy, man. And, and just know, you know, whatever it is, Whatever you're doing, if you're facing a challenge, you got it. Just get tough. Get tough and just power through it because that's what we do because nobody beats us. We're the best on the street. <sighs> Anyways, that's all I got. Just a little positive reinforcement there to go get it, make it happen, Captain. Okay? Yes, that's that. That's all I got. So I'm done, boys. Anything left to add before we officially say peace to the people? No, I'm good. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for listening and supporting us, being a part of this family. Happy holidays. Yeah, I'm Peace on. to the people. Peace.